untapped talent on cliffcentral.com. Welcome to it. Nothing says Friday like untapped talent right here on cliffcentral.com. Thank you so much for having us on. My name is Sia Sangweni Finn. So for the next hour, I'll be chatting to very interesting people. I think they're just flat out cool. Like if you go to the dictionary and you search the definition of cool, it's my guess. And yes, I can hype them up because I like them and they're on my show. <laughs> um, I'll be starting off with someone who just has a cool AKA already. She goes by Atom Zanzi Girl, but her real name is Mariska Govinda, who I think is just like so relevant when it comes to the 21st century millennials issues. Uh, cause she's a blogger. She's a travel expert. She likes to call herself an African travel activist. I still don't know what that properly means but i'll find out as i talk to her and a little later on in the show i'll be welcoming someone who i really think i envy if i wasn't doing what i'm doing right now and i had more talent to me because i just currently have two left feet i'll probably like to do what she's doing you know i think she's freaky and i like her a lot do you get the reference does anyone get it she okay. <laughs> Her name is Darren Alberts and she is a dancer, but more especially, she has just come off tour, uh, with the Unvert, traveling the world dancing, uh, not only just as a dancer, but she choreographed the whole concert as well. So look at that. Some cool people during the show as well. If you want to get in contact with us, if you want to add to the conversation in any way, shape or form, you know, we can always do it, right? You can send us a message on WeChat. Our official account is Cliff Central. Just tap connect and message to show and your message will pop up right in front of me so I can read it out as the show goes whilst we have good old twitter as always uh you can tweet us at cliffcentral.com or at sia underscore then uh yeah it's all about the conversation it's all about just keeping everything going it is a friday after all it is just we're just here to be cool calm collected and have fun so let's get straight into it this is untapped talent cliffcentral.com Kicking the show off with my very first guest, Mariska Govender. Good morning, Mariska. Good morning, Sia. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm happy it's Friday. You say, exactly. I do not know how you can have a potentially bad mood when A, it's Friday and it's in Joburg and we actually have some good weather right now. I know. I'm so excited. It's spring. I mean, we're ready to for the pool weather and yeah. for the flowers and the jacarandas. So yeah. Oh, you see, that's when you know you're a Mzanzi girl, when like and a true travel expert, when you know spring and the seasons and the whatnot. Let's talk about it. September's kicking off next week. We're moving into a whole new season. Does that mean like possible new adventures for us to have fun in different ways, right? Yes, definitely. Okay. So, uh, picking flowers, what's the thing to do in spring? I don't know. Well, it's flower season in the Western Cape, so, or the, and the Northern Cape, so head up there and check out all the, the wildflowers in the Makuland, the Boiland. You see, I was about to say, cause all I know about flowers is the Makuland, so I'll definitely need your advice and everything as we get into travel a little later in the show. But first, let's find out about you. Uh, you grew up in Durban, you're a Durbanite just like me, so yes. that I think is very, very awesome. Love Durban, KZN. Um, when did you come up to Joburg? A while ago, I came initially to study. Yeah. Um, and then I moved away and then I, you know, Joburg just keeps calling me back. I left, I came back. <laughs> so, I've been here about eight years now. I'm a Joburg local food. Yeah. So, okay. You now officially call I'm yourself a, a Joburg. I'm a, I officially call. Don't tell my parents. Oh, okay. So <laughs> we'll be nice to the rest of the governor family, but let's go back to just want to backtrack it, but to Mariska growing up, you literally grew up in a suitcase, right? Yes, yeah. My parents shipped me off to my grandparents um, for school. You off. It's like they, <laughs> I don't think I like this Mariska girl. So let's just well, take her somewhere. <laughs> no, so I, I traveled between my grandparents and my parents, you know, so I lived out of suitcases since I was like six years old. So, yeah. You know, hence the nomadic life now still. 
So it was all for you. What does the term adventure mean? Adventure means getting out there. It means getting out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I think, you know, all of us, a lot of people, you know, sit in their boxes. They're kind of used to, to doing what they do. And I think adventure, it could mean travel. It could mean just going, going out of town for the weekend. Yeah. And just doing something different and challenging your, stretching your boundaries, you know? So I understand that there was a specific backpacking trip that sort of, Turn this whole, oh, okay, I like travel to, uh, okay, maybe I can make something of it. So let's talk about that little backpacking from Joburg to Malawi. Yeah, that was sort of my first solo travel adventure. Yeah. Um, it was a while back. Uh, my parents thought I was crazy. I just finished university and spent a year or two working in a bank. At that time, I thought I wanted to be an investment banker. Luckily, oh, I got wow. over that. Wow. <laughs> so, so like with columns and numbers <laughs> and balance yes. sheets. Wow. Spreadsheets all the way. Yeah. Quit that life. Say, had saved a bit of money. Um, left my car with my parents and decided I was going to go backpacking. How long was it? Um, that trip uh, was about sort of eight weeks in total. Excuse me now? Eight weeks. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Public and transport all the way. You went alone for eight weeks and you're going from Joburg to Malawi. Yes. What were you expecting? What are your expectations for the trip? Actually, initially, I wasn't technically supposed to go alone. My brother was supposed to meet me in Maputo, and we were supposed to travel together for a while. Did but he ditch you? He totally ditched me. <laughs> Let's just have a moment of silence for the brother who is now unreliable and we'll never trust again. We'll yeah. never travel with him again. Exactly. He doesn't deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> so you ended up being alone. Did that not like scare you a bit? Because that's my fear. I always think like, oh, I totally want to travel. And for many years, I've been saying for my birthday, I'm going to do something major. Uh, I For my birthday this year, I ended up like I was all sick actually on my day. Uh, I thought like, so now next year, I'm like, yeah, definitely next year, I'm going to do something, going to travel. But I'm always thinking I don't want to travel alone, nor do I want to go to some exotic place. And here you are at a young age, backpacking all the way to Malawi. So like, Public transport, the language barriers, was that not daunting for you at all? I think it was a bit scary at first, but I think you learn along the way. The nice thing about backpacking is when you go to hostels, you, you meet new people, mm -hmm. you make friends along the way. It's different, like if you're traveling with a friend or a partner, you kind of like stick to yourself a bit more. Yeah. But when you're traveling alone, you kind of have to go out there. You're and forced to. You're forced you to really meet people. To. You're forced to try and communicate across language boundaries. And then that's, that's the most exciting thing because suddenly you're like, Oh, I've suddenly got new friends. Yeah. And it's a whole, it's a whole different experience. Now you see, I'd understand that for like a 10 days, Marushka, but when you want to do eight weeks, it's, it's, you know, Mozambique is a big country. Malawi is far away. Public transport, sometimes you do like 200 kilometers in one day in yeah. a crappy little bus on crappy roads. <laughs> what, did that end up being like your own little version of Eat, Pray, Love? Because I, I now know it's a, now a little bit of a trend of like people going on like spiritual soul searching journeys. Like they really want to go out their comfort zone and learn a lot about themselves. Did you get to any of that? Did you learn a lot about yourself? Is there? I think so. I think, um, I learned that, I mean, it was very different from being in a corporate environment. First of all, it was yeah. a total sort of 360, you know, degree change. Yeah. And for me, I realized that actually this is travel was what I wanted to do and I shouldn't be scared of, of doing it alone and on very little money. So. so after that eight weeks, were you definitely like sure after then that, okay, I'm done with the corporate world and I'm really going to pursue my passion? Well, I'd already quit my job before that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that had definitely made the decision. Yeah, that no. was the decider. No, I had planned to, to go to Australia after that to visit some family there. So after, after that eight weeks, I, um, I came back, spent a couple of weeks at home and then 
spend six months traveling in Australia. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so travel bug was definitely in you. And then the big decider also, I understand, was the 2012 Soccer World Cup. Because, what did I just say? 2012. <laughs> Did I just think of demolition and destruction? <laughs> Not 2012, 2010, uh, the Soccer World Cup. Because now, really, the whole world's eyes were on South Africa. Um, I think with that, it was all, all about me learning how to use social media. Okay. So that was when I first started on Twitter. And I was, I'd was already been traveling and stuff for a while. And I was just sharing my little trips, even if it was just to Swaziland for the weekend. And it was, it was just so proudly South African at the time. I mean, yeah. I always am, but like it was really, I mean, you remember what it was like in There was a rah rah. <laughs> I remember, you know, I always cite this. My mother's biggest memory, who has never watched 90 minutes of soccer in her life, but she was the one who gathered us all to watch the first match of South Africa playing. So that says a lot. Yeah, it definitely brought us all together. Yeah. So that's how Mzanzi Girl came about. Uh-huh. And, um, that was before I even started a blog, but you know, I started tweeting about travel and, I realized that online um, and on social media, there were very few sort of African voices talking about African travel. Mm-hmm. A lot of the the blogs that I was reading, um, bloggers that I was following, were talking it from a Western perspective. They just yeah. come to South Africa for like two, three weeks. They go to safari, go in Cape Town, and it was also it was very one dimensional. Mm-hmm. So um, I kind of found you know a gap. I said actually, as South Africans, and I'm proudly South African. I love traveling in South Africa. Why yeah. aren't we? Why is aren't there social voices online? Why aren't there young people talking about travel in, in Africa and South yeah. Africa? And you know what I like most, especially about you and this whole new fresh take you're taking with travel and blogging about our country is really it isn't a Western voice anymore. And when people think of, oh, traveling South Africa or Africa, it's all about the big five and safaris and animals. But here you are now giving us reasons to go to like Maboneng, for example. And I'm like, okay, let me try and be as cool as Marishka as well. Let me go to Brahm and see if I can handle it. Uh, how has the reception been to your different way of blogging and, you know, showing us different sites of South Africa? I think it's been great. Uh, initially, when I started my blog, I tried to stay away from the traditional stuff, from the safari, from the animals, from, from Cape Town. I tried to focus more on Joburg, yeah. on arts, on culture, on heritage, um, on stuff that as a young person, I, I like to experience when I travel into a city. And even, I mean, even South Africa, it's, it's not really promoted as cities. I mean, initially, n- now we are promoting our cities. It was more, you know, the traditional tourism marketing. Yeah. So... I think, you know, especially in the last two years, everyone's been very, very positive. And especially because I think I have a, I take a different spin on it. Yeah. What's your ultimate vision for Mzanti Girl? Take over the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, not the world. But, uh, the, the, the travel world. You know, when, when I, when I, when I started, when I first got a vision for Mzanti Girl, I wanted to be that unofficial ambassador for South African travel. Mm-hmm. So the first person that you, someone goes to to say, oh, you know, if, if I want to find out about going to Durban and go exploring Limpopo and Pumalanga, I'd either go to her blog or I'd, I'd, I'd ask her. And I wanted to be that expert voice who, who knows about South Africa so much. And I honestly think like, I, I think I know a fair bit, but I mm-hmm. could travel my whole life and still not know everything because there's just so much to explore in, in South Africa. And why, where do you see yourself? Like they always talk about the travel bag per se. Uh, so where would you like to go ultimately? Like if there was a top five places around the world that you definitely want to see like on your bucket list where would those be first of all i have to say um my main aim is to see all the countries in africa and that's like that's a lifetime thing. how many 54 (laughs) but that's that's gonna take me a while and it's not just about country how many have you ticked off so far 13 13 yeah in africa okay i've just ticked off three well, Sorry. You've got time. You're still Wait, going. South Africa counts. <laughs> yes. Okay, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, then I have ticked off three. Yeah, okay. So at least I'm sort of good. 51 yeah. more to go. No. 
on that um, So that's that's my big aim. But if I just say top five countries, because I, I mean I love traveling internationally. I mean across the world. Um, first is Cuba, especially because it's, oh. it's basically See, Africa in the in, I, in I the don't Caribbean. Even smoke, but I just want a Cuban cigar. That's my <laughs> thing. I think there's nothing cooler like being on the streets and it's a bit of a party and you have a little Cuban cigar there. Okay, so Cuba definitely. And it also, it's changing so quickly. So I'm trying to get there soon. Okay. Yeah. Number one, Cuba. Cuba, sorry. Second, um, Ethiopia. Ethiopia. Okay, no, here's the thing. Let's be frank about things. Like, uh, I've heard a lot of people say Zimbabwe, for example, is absolutely gorgeous. But, like, what you hear on the news or what you read in papers doesn't exactly make you 100% comfortable to go there. So it's just like Ethiopia, like Nigeria as well. I really wanted to be all about the Niger money and see all like debunch performing. But then I'm like, uh, bring back our girls and Boko Haram is there. I've been to Nigeria. It's not so bad. It's all right. Oh. <laughs> How are African countries with like welcoming tourists? Are we accommodative? Are we welcoming? I think African countries are generally the most, African people are the most welcoming in the world, especially in places where you don't normally get tourists. They just always... So surprised, so interested, okay. you know, and they want to know more. Even if you can't communicate, it's 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 always like really exciting. And you know, in Africa, Africans are. I mean, everyone will invite you to their house to come yeah. have a meal, to to meet their parents, to meet their friends. And I mean, if you go to like England, for example, people are like, hmm, okay, very hoity-toity, <laughs> yeah. drinking tea with the pinky exactly. in the air. Yeah, you know, Africans will share their their food with you. They they you know you will. It's always just such a sharing that, that Ubuntu culture, I think, stretches yeah. across Africa. Okay. So Ethiopia, I'm with you on that. Welcoming. It's like a nice but cool also party. The no, the, the, I think Ethiopia sort of, it's got such an interesting, interesting history and interesting heritage. It's the only African country that hasn't really been colonized. It's got the, the culture is very intact. There's lots of historical artifacts. Oh. Now I just felt like I was in a history lesson. Yes. <laughs> yes, Miss Marushka. I agree with that too. Okay. Ethiopia, Cuba. Um, Mali. I know it's not the safest place to go to at the moment, but I love the music. <sighs> okay, music will get us. And Got the boys it. Are quite hot too. So. <laughs> that ain't a bad thing. Okay, good on you, Marushka. <laughs> I ain't here to judge. Uh huh. Uh, two more in your top five. Um, Brazil. I haven't been to Brazil yet. Again, another sort of uh, South American country with, with big African influence. Yeah, and I've I have... got lots of Brazilian friends who are dying for me to come over. So. The the inverse is I have a Brazilian friend who's been there a couple of times, but he like he, I always say like, dude, I just want to go to Brazil and not even for like a samba party. I want to be in the favela because I've heard a lot about the favela. I don't know, like I just want to be there, walk around with the people. Don't you, cussy, yeah. Do you think that's cool? I think it's cool. Do you think I could stay at a favela? There's there's actually places to stay in the favela. I like mean, hotels just, or like backpacking hostels. I think more like B and B's type things and hostels. I'm down with that. Go stay in the favela, man. I'm down with Panoit. When when they had the World Almost Cup, die. That's when they I had know. the World Cup, they lots of people were staying. They cleaned up the favelas. There was security. There were lots of people staying there. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Listen, if you go to Brazil, then I'm, let's, let's Let's do do it. it. Let's do it. I'm there. Let's go. There we go. All right. Uh, And then the last one is in the top five. (sighs) So hard, so hard. I've got a very, 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 very long list. Um, I think Sri Lanka. I've got to go Asia now. Okay. I see the Asian vibe. I've been to India a few Uh times, you know, being of Indian heritage. And yeah, I think, you know, Sri Lanka is really, it's, it's got the island vibes. Yeah. It's got amazing beaches, but also very, very interesting culture. Isn't now it? I'm going to take advantage of having you here. How are the ashrams in India? The Co- ashrami. <laughs> like I. <laughs> because <laughs> no, here's the thing. Like a lot of people say I speak too much. 
And they just think I'm just like a little airhead. I'm like, there's actually a lot more to me than that. So I really want to go to like an ashram for like a good couple of weeks and not speak. Do you but, think I could pull it off? Yo, it's going to be hard. Eh? Yeah. I was expecting to... you to like, be like, no, Sia, you can do it. It's well, possible. I, I haven't, I haven't, I mean, I've been to an ashram, but not like stayed in one for days. I think, yeah. I think it's a, it'll be a really good exercise. A friend of mine actually did it recently. Um, and he For was, how long? I think he was there for like a week, but like on the border in the Himalayas, in the border of Nepal. Oh, it you was... see, no. And then it's just too high up. And then what if I get like... <laughs> Altitude sickness. No, as long as I don't shave my hair off and it's like not too far from civilization. You might have like an epiphany, you know. Yeah, I can have that epiphany watching TV on Sunday. <laughs> I don't have to go to the Himalayas, but we'll see. Okay, so we now know your wish list. It's definitely very interesting. And so, you know, the conversation will continue right here on Untapped Talent on cliffcentral.com. I want to invite our next guest to the con- to the little chat we're having here and definitely picking your brain as the show go- goes on as well. So you have nowhere else to go for the latest and chatting to young people and cool stuff and all that they're doing. This is cliffcentral.com. Untapped talent on cliffcentral.com. I am the future of South Africa. On my shoulders, I carry the hopes and dreams of generations to come. I'm eager to learn, but even more eager to use my knowledge for good. I know that it's not where I come from, but where I'm going to that really matters. At Sibanya Gold, we believe our youth is worth its weight in gold, which is why we are so committed to developing, nurturing, and grooming our young people into future leaders. Sibanya Gold, we are one. It's back. Are you Jawsy Tough? Cycle through tunnels, head over floating bridges, and disappear into colossal stormwater drains. Why? Because you're a machine and the city is your trail. With two separate routes, 22 and 54 Ks, choose your path and go where no mountain biker has gone before. On 6 September, ride the Hollard Juma. Brought to you by Adreach and Joburg City Parks and Zoo. Challenge accepted. Juma.co.za Untapped talent on cliffcentral.com Ah. I'm still just basking in the glory of Friday. Thank you. We made it till the weekend. Uh, so earlier on, I was chatting to travel blogger, uh, Marishka Govinda, who goes by the AKA Mzanzi girl. By the way, Marishka, let's just finish off quickly. Uh, African travel activist. Why the word activist? I just felt like as, as Africans, we're not really that into traveling in Africa. I yeah. mean, so many people have been to London or Thailand. Before they've even been to Maputo or Harare. True. And, and especially in South Africa and, and the rest of Africa too. Yeah. So I just felt that I wanted to, to really take it out there. So as, you know, as Africans and as young, young Africans, mm-hmm. we need to travel in Africa first and know our neighbors. Hence okay. me being an activist. And you know, I, you know what? I'll go with you, comrade. I will leave on that. I will yeah. refer to you as an <laughs> activist from now on. Um, <laughs> onto someone who's leading the pack in a whole new different sense. And it's okay. actually super, super cool. Taryn Alberts is joining us in studio. How are you doing, Taryn? Hey. I'm good at you. you. You know, like, I think I've said this to you like a million times now. I think you're super, super cool. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's as simple <laughs> as I can get. Thank you so much. How do you define what you do? Because I think... Wow. Dancer, choreographer is just like the tip of the iceberg yeah. with you. Okay, so, jeez, oh how do I? Okay. <laughs> um, I would say lots of hard work, uh-huh. dedication and commitment. Because it's like a physical thing. You have to put your body, your mind and your soul into it. And like, it's a passion, obviously. Yeah. Because we don't get paid like kings and queens. But we love what we do. So that's how we're there. And... 
yeah, I think that's the only way I could describe it. Like lots of hard work, dedication, yeah. and putting your mind to it, staying committed to it, finishing something you want to start, especially when it comes to dancing. Because dancing sometimes seems like it can be inconsistent because yeah. of work. But when you really love something, you go you in. Yeah. You go all out. And listen, passion is definitely the way to encapsulate you know, yes. your, your love for dancing. Because you... You've been doing it for years from a very young age as yeah. well. And I understand your aunt was a bit of an inspiration to you. Yeah, my aunt was a ballroom dancer wow. back in the day. And she would, like, let's say every weekend they compete, come back with first, second or third. Shucks. And then the trophies are stacked for days in my granny's house. And I'm like, I also want to be <laughs> like that. I want gold trophies too. <laughs> I want to be number one. And, you know, it was like, that was the inspiration. That was the motivation. Yeah. I didn't win that much trophies but listen but like grow up in an environment yeah. where it's not just okay it's one thing to have the passion yes. then it's another to be in the presence of excellence of exactly. someone who's that's already been slaying the game for hey, that's a term. you know <laughs> and then you have to just keep on slaying and yeah yeah but that was a motivation for me especially um doing something different mm-hmm. like not going to work in the bank or like call center yeah you know like a normal job but also something different. Like, yeah, I think I've done something different to most of even no, in my most family. Definitely. Yeah. And more because, you know, you started professionally at 17, right? Yes, I was 17 when I got my first professional gig and wow. I got grounded the same day. Okay, let, we have to talk Dude, about that now. Okay. It's so funny. <laughs> What's the backstory to that? Okay, so my friend was a drummer for Danny K back then. Okay. So Danny K needs dancers and he was like, no, I know these dope dancers and... <laughs> We work out the routine. We're in rehearsals for a week, dude. Like the show Saturday. And I, I'll never forget. My birthday is the following week, right? The yeah. gig is on the Saturday. Yeah. I turned 17 that, that <laughs> week. And I go, I do the show. Luckily on that day, it was someone's birthday. So I lied to my dad. I was like, I'm going oh, to this birthday see, party. You lied. I okay. lied. Exactly. But my dad didn't want me to dance. My father was like, no, you can't go dance. What like, did he dancing want is, to do? No, my dad wanted me to be a chartered accountant. I was like, listen here, Ish. the dreams of that is not going to happen right now because <laughs> I don't want to be that person. So yeah, I lie. I go, I say I'm going to this birthday party, end up at the gig performing. Funny thing is it's performing live. With Danny Kay yeah. In what? front of a whole audience. Oh, Audience, it's happening at the dome. It's happening all over the world. This event, right? And what what event was it? It was called the Live Earth. Ah, Taryn, that's huge! Like live, yeah, Earth. live was for the environment or something. Yes, and yes. it happened exactly the seventh of the seventh month, two thousand and seven. Yes, I I remember that exactly. So this thing is being broadcast on TV, right? And we have two TVs at home, and oh. mom, my mom is occupying the one TV, and my sister's occupying the other one. So every time it changes over, she's like, change channel, change channel. I was actually about to ask, did you expect your parents not to see? Dude, this is a big deal. But I think my dad, my dad knew. Uh-huh. My dad knew because he. He picks me up at the birthday party. Everyone is dressed formal. Taryn is in sneakers and, you know, hoodie. Where Something do you come from? Something. Yeah. You lied. You went to the gig. And I couldn't lie to my dad. I just was like, I went. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, things had to happen, you know. I You can't keep me away. Exactly. And he's like, you're yeah. grounded. For how long? week. Just for the week. And that week was my birthday. He's like, you're not going anywhere. You're not seeing your friends. I was like, wow. It's L- fine. <laughs> Got paid anyway. <laughs> and what an awesome look at me now moment when you like know? okay so dad now I'm gonna go on tour with the unfurt as well exactly but before we get into that uh so 
From 17, yes, you were grounded for a while, but we'll move past that. Uh, at 24, you then got into, or a little before that, you yes, got in before, with Vintage. Yes, with, with Vintage Dance Crew. Oh, gosh. Wow. When, like... If people don't know who Vintage Crew is, uh, first of all, speaking... where have you been? Secondly, <laughs> I think they, you know, even if you're on big in the dance scene, yeah. they've taken over South Africa, so mainstream, so pop culture yeah. relevant. So, and now they've, they're now even producing their own music with yes. Shebang. I mean, Shebang, yes. Shebang. Yeah, no. Shebang. Yalla Shebang. Listen, I, I need to be cool enough. How do you pronounce it? Shebang. Shebang. The definition okay. of Shebang is, is it like cool? Uh, Yalla Dung. Yalla Dung. Yalla Dung. Yalla Dung. Yalla Dung. No, actually here a couple of weeks ago oh, and I was yeah? like, I'm not cool enough to say hi, so let me just sit in the corner. Oh, and I was like, hi, hello, hello, and I moved fast very quickly. Okay, so you got the chance to audition for yes. Vintage. That was, I was a cramper before I joined them, actually. So you're in that whole phase. Dude. Like the violent and moving and, and the just arms. angry at life. <laughs> hey, I was there. I was stuck there for long. That's what I always want to know. Why are crampers so angry? Like, no, you just... Did you wake angry. up late? Are you hungry? Ah, you're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know, but I think it's just, it's a strong dance. Yeah. The style is extremely strong and not a lot of people can pull it off, you know, it exactly. makes it look dope. But anyway, so I'm, a, I'm the scrumper and Lisha has been my best friend for long because me and him were actually in a dance crew when we were in high school. Okay. So Lisha Did you grow up together as well? Yes, in adult. we kind of Elders. Grew up, yes. You see how I think I'm cool now? Just yes. saying Elders, not Eldorado Park. Elders, <laughs> yes, you know. Elders is Shebang. Shebang, thank you. Thank you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so we we knew each other and he's like, no, come in audition for the crew. And I'm like, dude, I can't do whacking and voguing. Like, that was the base style, right? And Okay, you have to, what, whacking and voguing? Yeah. I know voguing, like Madonna's Vo- voguing. Exactly. It's that That's sort Vogue. of, yeah. Yes, and then whacking is... Making circles with your arms and okay. manipulating music. Like you basically show people what music looks like, how you would interpret it. Oh wow, that's that's Just a big line. Circles. You show people how music looks, looks like. Yeah. yeah, that's a quote of the day <laughs> well, from Taryn herself. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do this. Mm-hmm. I'm there in the auditions. Okay, cool. Then they call me back for like trial. Now I'm on trial with three other people. And I'm like, oh gosh, I'm not going to make it here. Eventually, they're like, no, we're taking Taryn. And Lisha and and Kyle, who's now in the States, he loves there, yeah. groomed me and created. And how do I say? Lisha basically taught me a lot of styles, dance styles. A lot of them. All of them, actually. And this was all from video off your phone wow. and YouTube. And we would sit and study and train and then go and dance in the studio. Shucks. So that it was, was all... how Vintage started. Like we, during the week or whatever, we never had studio space, but we would go to each other's houses yeah. and just dance. The weekend we had a space because um, the studio in Rosebank gave us like free um, space on a Sunday. Yeah. No one used the space. So they were like, no, you guys can go in there. And we were dancing hard and dancing and dancing. I think before we even did Step Up or Step Out, which was on ETV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were in studio for like six hours every day before that. No one knew where we were, what we were doing. We were like 
labbing and working hard and like becoming we just wanted to be the best yeah now that's when you really know that you're committed to something and yeah. you love it you know you aren't like oh first performance i want three million people watching me and i want them all to know exactly. my name yeah it's like i'm doing it because i'm loving it and i'm sweating and i'm exactly. in the middle of rosebank Yo. but i love it we did we did red bull beat battle uh-huh um we lost I'll never forget that day. We cried so hard <laughs> backstage. I was convinced we were going to win. But then our last round, we messed up the performance. Yeah. Imagine the whole crew on stage going blank. Like everyone's looking at each other like, and now? What happened? Next? You all went just... We were exhausted. I won't lie. Like uh-huh. the day of the competition, while well, the morning, we everyone went to bed at like six. But no, no. And then downstairs, lobby call is 8 o'clock that morning. Oh, wow. So we had to wake up, go eat breakfast, and then rush downstairs and go with, you know. We were stitching clothes, making things last. That was that was where we were at. And we were, like, exhausted. Yeah. We were drilling that last routine 4 a.m. in the morning still. And wow. it, And that was because we were on the show a week before we did Red Bull Beat Battle. Yeah. We lost step up or step out. We came second. Well, there was no placing, but we were like the first losers. The first losers. Red will be battle. The first losers, you know. And we were just like, no, we have to keep on working hard, keep on working hard. And that was our motivation. Yeah. We stayed working, you know. And the thing with, you know, I always say the mark of someone's success Mm -hmm. is when you see them do something. And it looks seamless. Yes. Because when you make something look so good, yes. that just shows how much effort, effort and hard work went into it. The mere fact that you guys were still just like looking at your outfits. You know, vintage oh. doesn't just perform mm-hmm. with like black leotards and it's your dance. It's the whole shebang. <laughs> it's the whole shebang, Taryn. <laughs> <laughs> it's the whole oh, shebang. Gosh, exactly. What goes into the creative process of being, you know, not just a, a, a dancer, but also yeah. part of vintage? Vintage. Well, it's always themes and mm. concepts. Like we would create a piece and then sometimes it's not even the music. Like we'll listen to the music last and then start choreographing. Uh-huh. We will think of colors and then we'll think of themes and then think of topics. Topics. So maybe we want to do something controversial, right? Uh-huh. And then we'll think of maybe how are we going to not even do someone just like, Think Send of something message. that people make, th- like to make them feel uncomfortable a little bit. Okay. You know, especially with, there was a time we, we were in an incident where we almost, yeah, we almost died in a taxi rank. La whole crew I got attacked. I heard about that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, was it in Brie? Yes. Brie taxi rank and in Joburg was, CBD. Yeah, yeah. On the day of pride. And we were like so disgusted and actually hurt because in our minds we were thinking about how many Gay people was going to that taxi rank that day, mm. and how many people were facing the same situation? Yeah, we were just in a large group, and that's why we were noticed. But I'm thinking, like, yo, so many young people have to go through that, like gay people. Yeah, and so, some every single exactly. day. So just all our leading routines, our performances, lives. we always think of how we can challenge topics like that. That's just one example, mm. you know, and how we can just make, you know, when people feel uncomfortable, they start to think, and mm. that's a good thing because. When you do your art or your anything, your performance, it's not just there. Like, especially vintage. 
Which not just gonna be there. You will know us. You will see us. You, you will remember you can, it. Yeah, you, you cannot know? just see them exactly. and move away. Yeah. You will, they'll stay embedded in you. There will always be that thought when you leave a performance or when you see us after you see us dance. It's like I remember this, 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 this person or that person yeah. or this outfit, something. You know. Yeah. And so, as if you weren't like achieving enough success, you reckon. Hey, I've worked with Danny K. I've worked with Lyra. You know, I've done Diela Shebang with DJ Black Coffee. Yeah. And like, let's go with the Underwood. Oh, let's gosh. explain that whole process. Oh, dear. Um, well, I never even used to listen to the Underwood, actually. <gasps> Your terror. I'm, I'm sorry, but like, I think I heard some of their music, but I was, I don't know, back then I was a househead and I wasn't into Tarot, that sound. How can you ignore this? <laughs> Listen, can I just have a few seconds with this? Ninja, Yolandi, I'm obsessed with you guys. Obsessed. Uh, I actually met uh, Ninja in Cape Town. Oh, yeah. I was so starstruck, I let him walk past me. I was just like, (laughs) I can't. I'm not deaf enough to say hi to Ninja. (laughs) Anyway, now that I've embarrassed myself. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Thank you so much. Um, Wow. So, okay, like I said, I, I never used to listen to their music. Yeah. And I don't know, I think it's just not because I was not into it or they weren't in my eye and I wasn't focused on that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they knew Monty. Monty used to be in our crew. Okay, Monty and Vintage Crew. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they've seen a dance at Great Dane or something. And then they got a phone numbers that day. And they needed dancers for Fatty Boom Boom. So at the time, they Fatty were... Fatty Boom Boom, the music the video. The music video. Listen, and I was and actually... And that's the, the, the Lady Gaga does, right? Yes. Yeah. And it got about 25 million views on YouTube. I was just looking at some of the videos. It's Yo, crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. I remember they were like, okay, guys, um, Monty says, we need to meet up with him. We're going to be at Pop Art. We need to audition. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm still at school. I'm running. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, they're phoning me. Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? I'm like, I'm coming. Yeah. I'm in Brie. I'm coming. <laughs> and then I get there and I'm like, oh snap, yes, the unword. Like, in all of the unwordness. Dude. And I see Yolandi for my first time. She's this small little person chilling there with a cool hairstyle. And she's just like, hi, with her squeaky voice. Nice to meet you. I'm Yolandi. And then Sia would have melted by the Dude, just like I was just like, okay, cool. I'm Darren. Nice to meet you, Ninja. Cool. And he goes straight into it. He's like, okay, guys. So we need a voodoo foot. I'm like, what is a voodoo foot? A voodoo foot. Dude, I dance. I'm not a some extraterrestrial person. Yeah, I yeah, don't yeah, know yeah. what is that now. Oh my gosh. He's like, okay, we're gonna play you the beat, and then you guys just freak out. Like, mm-hmm. we don't want studio. We know you guys are raw, so. And that's the cool thing about us also, Vintage. Like, we not, like, how do you say? Choreographed. Mm-hmm. You can see studio dancers. And then you it's get street dancers. It's not like dancers. technique, I think. Yes. Is, that's the word. It's not like very, oh, we need a pointed toe. Or we yes, need a, yeah. exactly. So, they were like into our vibe and we just started dancing. And they were like, yo, you guys are the dopest that we've seen. And they're like, you guys are in the video. That is cool. And then, okay, we have this rehearsals for a week we get to set we get painted full black full black (laughs) that is total but the thing is like a lot of people see them as quote unquote crazy but how's their work ethic I have just a feeling that they are so 
on Yo. point with everything. And you know, you just see a full black dancer, but there's a meaning behind it and they really want it in a particular on, way. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing about Ninja and Yolandi, like they are very specific about a certain thing. Mm-hmm. And if this is how it must be, this is how it must be, you know? Yeah. They have their vision. And we're sticking to the vision. Yeah. Especially with Ninja. Everybody knows, like if Ninja says yes, it's yes. If it's no, it's no. If it's maybe, it's maybe. Do you Shucks. know what I mean? So and does we he all tell like, you when you're not on point? Dude. If you're performing and the concert wasn't... If you whack, wasn't you like, whack. He's oh, going to tell you. No. You're being whack. Like, I, it's so funny. A few weeks ago, I showed him a video online. And he was like, can I be honest with you? Yeah. Those kids will burn you. That girl in the video that you showed me? Yeah. She will burn you. And I'm like, oh. That's not what, no, what about the comfort? The good, <laughs> you know, but he was just telling me so yeah. that he keeps me on point. Mm. And there's no time for slack. Once I was late. No, not once. Twice. I was late. <laughs> We're on our way to Paris. It's like you fired. We're on our way to Paris, dude. We're, We're going. We're on your way to Paris and because you were late. He's like, yeah, you fired. You, are we, we organizing plane tickets for you guys. Um, yeah, you guys are going home. It's fine. We can do the show without, without you. I'm like, you. That my is heart, hard. <laughs> my heart. I was like, "Why me, Lord? Why?" Yeah, yeah, Why? yeah. And then, like, it's but okay. We weren't really fired, but yeah. it just keeps you on your toes in, for sure. Most and definitely, that's how they operate. But their work ethic is insane. Like, we would have a day off, and yeah. they're in the in the hotel room recording. I mean, this just makes me like them Dude. even more. It's just one of those working yeah. the whole time, every time. Like there's no, there's no time for slacking. There's no time you're for there, breaks. You're working. Not unless, okay. 100%. If Ninja says, okay, guys, today we're going to the beach. Let's all go chill. That's how. That's like chill time, you know. Yeah. And even when we're on tour and we're seeing all these places and stuff, it's like we're still working. And you're on on the clock, and you're, you're who on knows time. what might happen? Everyone is there. Like everyone's on one page, you yeah. know, and. Make the show pop off Because these fans are real out there dude. I, I, And I want to talk <laughs> about that concert experience Because I've been living through your Instagram life And seeing everything you post But I still have Marishka in studio as well uh, We'll continue the conversation straight after this Because I have a few questions oh, for you gosh. ladies as well And everything that's happening in the news So it's very very cool This is Untapped yeah. Talent on CliffCentral.com Untapped Talent on CliffCentral.com Still chatting to Taryn Marushka here. Taryn, uh, our dance impresario whatnot. <laughs> See, that's my new description for you. And Marushka, our African travel activist. There we go. So ladies, since I have both of you here, I want to just take a, a few minutes because I think you guys are cool. You guys are on top of things. So I want your commentary on a few things. First okay. and foremost, you know, what are the, your personal plans for the rest of the year for both of you? Let me start with you, Marushka. Um, well, September is tourism month. So, oh, is it? Yeah, in South Africa, yes, you learn something it is. New every day. Besides wow. being spring. Yeah, I was about to say it's Arbor Month. That's I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm doing a cool campaign for 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 most of September, uh-huh. um, with Tourism KZN. Awesome. So I'll be traveling all around KZN, all around the province, um, for the month, um, and we'll be uh doing radio. We'll be diff- shooting videos. I'll be writing blogs. You can follow me on Instagram. And Twitter, and I'll be sharing my cool photos with you. Fantastic. Let's drop the handle now as well. It's Gotta Love KZN with L U V. 
G-O-T-T-A-L-U-V-K-Z-N. Fantastic. Follow right. that for all the KZN fun. So that's going to keep you nice and busy. That's that's my September, yeah. Fantastic. Hectic. Well, I don't know about Taryn, because is she even in the same time zone as Aish. us? After worldwide. By the way, which countries did you hit with the, with the world um, tour with the Envoy? World tour we did. Okay, so. Wow. The I don't States. Even, <laughs> it's Let's a lot see. to even recount. We did the West Coast in the States. Mm-hmm. East Coast. Dirty South. Um. A little bit of the mud west. Yeah. We did Australia, all five ports. Um, we did Europe, most of it. Um, UK, we've done. Can I just say, I'm now instantly seeing a collaboration. We have like the travel blogger. We have you someone know, who's just traveled. You know. <laughs> If I've given you guys an idea, can I just have 15% on whatever you're going to create? Because I was here. Exactly. <laughs> I was part of it. Okay. And, oh, and Russia also. Because we were in Russia wow. for a week and we had to do a tour there. Not one of the best, but... Weather-wise or just audience-wise? The weather wise? was horrible. Exactly. I were, yeah, I it was winter. It, it was last year, November, and it was horrible, hey? Like... I couldn't even stand outside for longer than but 15 minutes. But that's when minutes. the best uh, memories and experiences exactly. are created. So I'm sure you don't look back and you're like, it was Never. cool. All right. So ladies, let's discuss a few things that are topical right now. Yeah. First and foremost, what do you think of Taylor Swift? Uh, oh, sorry, Taryn. <laughs> yeah, not, 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 a, not a Taylor Not a fan? No, not a fan. No. Have you heard what she's been up to recently? No. So she's on tour and she just did this whole week performing in L.A., and she's been bringing like the biggest stars to perform with her. So like, Whoa. um, a couple of days ago, she sang a duet with John Legend. They actually sang all of me together. Yes. Um, she had Ellen DeGeneres perform on stage wow. with her. Oh, she wasn't that cool. I didn't, I just saw a photo of it. It looked I, really funny. Yeah, like, I, what, I laughed a lot. No, what I'm saying is that those are just simple life goals. Yeah. I just want to perform with Taylor as well. I want to perform with Ellen. Okay. <laughs> Yo, you guys but she can sing though. Can I just say that I think. Even when I heard her sing country before, yeah. which was a thing, she has an amazing voice. I just feel like if I was at school with Taylor, mm. I wouldn't have liked her. Yeah. She would have been that A, a yes, student yes, who I wouldn't yes. have got and on she's with. she's too perfect. Exactly. You know, uh, yeah, yeah, that's why I don't I'll like her. I'll take John Legend, thank you. Okay. <laughs> but the big thing was that came from this whole week of her performing in okay. LA was just uh, on Thursday. She was performing and she was wrapping up a concert and she reaches right at the front of the stage and she mouths, I love you. And who else was sitting there but her boyfriend, Calvin Harris. Oh, so dear. everyone is now speculating that things are getting hot and heavy and serious. Oh, dear. What do we, what do we think? Do we even care? Don't care. Okay. No. <laughs> Nothing whatsoever. No, no opinion. I don't give a shit. Jared, not even any words. No. Okay, let's move on. Okay, we'll move from Taylor Swift. Listen, what about Miley Cyrus? Oh, I love Miley though. Do we like Miley? I do like Miley. Is she not overrated? Have we had enough of Miley or we still think she's cool? Ooh, gee, what's good? I think she's a bit of an exhibitionist, but at the same time... Yeah, she's alright. Like, no, I think I, no, I think she's cool. You think she's cool? Better than she Taylor. was a child star, and she was that yeah. girl, country girl. You can't stay like that your whole life. Yes, no, people I think grow up. I think there's it's one thing to grow up. Like people forget Leo DiCaprio was a child star. Thank Look you. at where he is. He's mm. nice and he. Miley posed naked He's with normal. a pig. Oh. 
Let me see. So what happens when you're uh, been on <laughs> TV see, since you're like two? Exactly. Like nothing, like, nothing, nothing's crazy anymore. It's just but like here's pushing the boundaries. thing. Uh, Miley was actually on Jimmy Kimmel Live this week, and she did this whole skit of she dressed up as a news anchor, as an Australian news anchor. Uh-oh. She walked around in the streets asking people what they think of Miley Cyrus. Oh dear. And people were very, very honest. So let's listen to just a bit of that. Oopsie. All right, everyone. Janet here with uh, what's your name? Carl. Coral here from California. Um, do you know anything about what's going on here in LA this weekend? The uh, the VMAs, Video Music Awards are coming up. MTV VMAs. Well, I've heard about the VMAs, but I didn't really know that they were going to come come here this week. They are. Um, have you heard about who's hosting this year? They've got Miley Cyrus as the host. That's cool, I guess. All right. If you what, like her. If you like her, what do you do? You like her? What's your opinion? No, she's not one of my favorite. Now, what what do you what do you not like about Miley? Is it that her you know her shocking kind of it's you know, um, all kind of cheap her, to me her, really? Really, her style. What, what's and her what dad. Do you like about you don't I, love I her just, dad? I just, too much? Don't like, I just don't like her whole family. Oh I, really? Do you have any opinions on her? Maybe what you think about her? Well, Miley Cyrus, when I knew her, was well, she was only a, a, a child. Most of us. I mean, all of yeah. America. That's how we got to know and love her. Yeah, because. Uh, what, what is her father's name again? He's the one I was hey, crazy about. What's Miley's father's name? What would you say if, if Miley Cyrus was your daughter? you have a few kids or if they were acting like Miley Cyrus, would you have any thoughts? No, no problem. I just like Taylor Swift better. What would you say about Miley's music? Say- so people are uh, definitely not mincing their words. No. Ah, sorry, Miley. No. You sorry. had it coming if you're walking in the streets and you're asking what people think of Miley Cyrus. Exactly. They're going to be very, very Ew, honest. And they told her, hey. The guy who killed me <laughs> when says, I, nah, knew her, I just like Taylor Swift better. Well, the lady was like, when I knew Taylor Swift, you didn't, not Taylor Swift, when I knew Miley Cyrus, okay, sure you knew So her. she's a husband. Uh, so yes, Miley is kind of relevant this week because she'll be hosting the MTV VMAs this Sunday. Oh, dude, are you guys actually excited about that? Dope, yeah, I I'm am. a big. I think it's going to be cool, yeah. I, I'm a big awards I love guy. awards also, yeah. Like, I will wake up at like 3 a.m. To, to watch, watch awards the whole thing, <laughs> Exactly, everyone's outfits, everything. I will want to watch it live. That's exactly. how sad my life is. <laughs> but the big thing as well with the MTV VMAs is that the MTV VMAs, MTV VMAs, yeah. is that Kanye West is going to receive uh, the Video Vanguard Award this year. Dope. Do you remember Beyonce performed last year and she received yes. that? So Kanye West oh. is getting the accolade. Do you think he deserves it? Yes, I think he does. <laughs> I think he does. Marisha's curling bit, like no, her nose up. I'm sitting on the fence about that. <laughs> I kind of started looking at Kanye West past his attitude. I have a, yes. I still have a problem with that. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like Daft Punk. Let's eg. Yeah. No one knows what they look like, but we all love their music. Exactly. And I feel like that's what I've done with Kanye West. I've put a mask over his face uh-huh. and his personality. Like his music and what he puts out is dope. That's all I like. <laughs> Everything else, I it's fine. So the moral lesson is, Kanye West must shut up and just make music. Yeah, just do art, man. Make art, you know. It's so I can't I can't do that. Like he's yeah, he's just too in your face. Who who's yeah. like your musician right now, Mariska? If you aren't a Taylor Swift fan, if you aren't a Kanye West fan, like no one's <laughs> I, I, getting I, I, it for I'm you. Not into, I'm not into main, like a lot of mainstream stuff. So I. I'm into and like, it's okay. You don't have to. Are you into someone like Beck? Probably when I was like 18 or something. So you were happy Beck, Beck won the Grammy and no, not Beyonce? No, I, I like Beck. Okay. I, okay. I, I like Beck. <gasps> okay. So I know like I just had a bunch of topics, but now since we're on Beyonce, she's performing for, for, for the first time on the 4th of September. So that's next week, Friday oh, in a while. And a lot of people are speculating that this is when she's going to drop new music. Uh-oh. 
Because you know the, her last album was a surprise album. Yes. Now, if you just surprise the world with music, how are you now going to go back to selling music in a store? Exactly. I think you have then, to step it up. Yes, you have to, especially with Beyonce, because she's like leading number one lady. Exactly. How do you? She's the king. You have to, exactly. You have to top yourself. <laughs> actually, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. hard. Eh? But people, yeah, yeah, they're just pulling it all out. And now you've got like. Miley hosting the VMA, she's probably going to do some crazy stuff and then she has to try and beat that the next time. Like, how do you, how do you do that? I just say <laughs> if Miley Cyrus were to walk on stage with actual full clothes, I'd that would so be a surprise. That, 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 be that so would actually happy. be the, the most amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the biggest surprise. That's how everything <laughs> will trend. The most mature thing she's ever done in her life, actually. Basically. Yeah. Let's wrap it up now. Uh, or staying on VMAs just quickly, Nick Jonas is going to release his, he's releasing his new music video for Levels on the 30th of August, the day of the VMAs. And nice. he's performing for it, uh, performing at the VMAs. Nick Jonas, are he's we still cute, excited? Huh? He's, he's cute. He's, so he's cute. 21. He's like a little he's kid. He's baby. <laughs> no, no. Were, were you not, aren't you <laughs> glad that he's now grown up? Are you not on that level? No. No? No. I, I feel like Marishka is so hard to please. <laughs> hard to please. We're through Kanye West. I said John Legend. It's, John, okay, okay, John Legend. John, at least. John, at least. Okay, let's switch off from music. Totally different, wrapping up the show now. Uh, Usain Bolt, did anyone just see the video of Usain Bolt being like mowed over by like a guy on a Segway? No. No. Oh, you d- oh, let me just school you. Okay. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so he had just crossed the finish line at the Beijing National Stadium on Thursday. You know, yeah. he just won a first place there. Um, and just as he was getting off the track, there was a cameraman who was on a Segway. You know, those oh, little two snap. things on the street. That's crazy. Yeah. The camera he- guy was so focused on just getting the shot that he didn't see how close saw- Usain was, it was. And they <gasps> had like a little flip oh, and they shit. both fell. Oh my word. Now you see Usain being a nice guy, he's like, Oh, it's so cool. He brushed off, he joked about it. I would be like, Guy, I'm a you. runner. Yes. I like make a living from my feet and you just rode me over. Mm. I want a billion from that. Exactly. What are we on the same path here? Yeah, I'd yeah, sue them. Yeah. There we go. So no one's he, doesn't, he doesn't need the money anyway. So. Yeah, but what if oh. he was injured? Exactly. That's insured. Yeah, so, like, his legs are probably insured for like millions. So that's yeah. why I'm saying so. now, Taryn, you're the dancer and show your body. Yes. Mariska, you're the blogger and show your fingers. <laughs> Some wholesome advice to end off the show. <laughs> thank you. Ladies, thank you so much for stopping yeah. by this morning. Thank you. Guys you guys were so absolutely much, awesome. So where can we get up with you? Uh, contact details, social media. Where, where can we follow you? Okay. So I'm on Instagram, Taryn underscore TNT. Boom, boom. Yes. By the way, uh, Taryn just like uh, ends off all her emails with boom, boom. Hashtag so that's cool. Boom, boom. <laughs> and Mushka, what yeah. about you? Um, basically on all my channels, it's um, at Mzanzi Girl. It's M-Z-A-N-S-I-G-R-L. And my blog is uh, com, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everywhere. Fantastic stuff. You guys were <laughs> yes. absolutely awesome. Thank you so much thank to both you. of you for stopping by this morning. And most importantly, thank you for listening. We do this every single Friday from 9 till 10 a.m. on cliffcentral.com. My name is Sia, and I'll see ya. <laughs> Untapped talent on cliffcentral.com.